passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the Fly the W670 podcast. It's season number two. It's episode 69, Cubs Salvage 1 against the Snakes. Don't forget to download our podcast, subscribe, and review it. Crowley, let's take a look at the standings after a big four games against the D-backs. God, you know, you're nervous after, what, driving three of four and the, the Yankees are playing the lowly Brewers. But again, now the, the the Brewers are not as hot as they were. Now neither are the Cubs. They're both five and five in their last ten. So, you know, the Cubs are only three games back of Milwaukee, which isn't bad considering they lost three of four. Cincinnati is 6.5 games back. They're also five and five. So the first three teams are all five and five. Nobody's gained any ground on each other. So the Cubs three games back Cincinnati is uh, you're taking a look at uh, 6.5 games back. And then when you talk about Pittsburgh and St. Louis, you have the magic number and the tragic number. The tragic number is when you're officially eliminated. Pittsburgh's tragic number is seven games and St. Louis's tragic number is four games before they are eliminated from the NL central. But the uh, White Sox, Crawley, I think they hit their tragic number today. They were officially uh, eliminated. So, right. This is where things get crazy is, is when you get into the wild card right now, Philly are str- Philly struggling right now. They're four and six. The Cubs are only two games behind them. Arizona has now taken Cubs are in second place. They're up two games on Arizona. And then Miami's back in at half a game. Cincinnati 1.5. And now San Fran, who you thought the Cubs put a dagger in. They're still there. But uh, Megan Montemuro of the Chicago Tribune had an interesting tweet, and I want to kind of bring this up here. The Cubs did beat the Diamondbacks, right? So they did beat them, and they have to sweep them in Arizona to get the tiebreaker if it ends up in a tie. There is no game 163 for anybody. It's it's based on season series. So right now the D-backs are up 3-1 to one in the season series, and then they have three more in Arizona. So they'd have to sweep to take the tiebreaker, Okay. Um, for the Wild, uh, they the Cubs own the tiebreaker over the Giants, and the Phillies, the Marlins, and the Reds hold the tiebreakers over the Cubs. We don't know who holds the tiebreakers between the Cubs and Brewers, but this is how close we're getting here, Dustin. Yeah, it's going to come down to the wire, and as much as it's uh, painstakingly and uh, the emotions are crazy, it's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful, Crowley. The Cubs are playing meaningful baseball this late in the season. Absolutely. And, and, and some good news on the roster front, Brad Boxberger, finally back on the big league roster. He hasn't pitched for the Cubs, Dustin, since May 13th with a forearm strain. Keegan Thompson, like I said, I don't blame Keegan. I mean, he gave up a bloop and a blast to guys that are very good hitters, but he was the one that drew the short stick. He's optioned back to AAA. Yeah, uh, no big surprise there. 
No. Marcus Stroman continues to throw in Arizona. He's pitching to hitters in, in a batting practice workout on September 7th. He's got another one that he's pitching tomorrow, so we're going to keep an eye on that. And, and like I said, if you can get Marcus in any role, whether it's a starter or even out of the bullpen, that would be a huge help. Wouldn't hurt, that's for sure. I, I that's I, I think that's a really interesting question, though. I wonder if he would take if he would take a role coming out of the bullpen. I mean, if his arm is not built up, I think he would know that that it's best for the team, and I hope he would do that. So that remains to be seen. Nick Birdie continues to pitch in relief for Iowa. He threw, uh, he's been throwing innings, so we'll see if Nick Birdie will make his way back up to the big team. It would be nice to finally get to see him for more than just a. Tiny. I mean, I would you even would you even call what he did a cup of coffee with the team this year? It was more like a a shot of espresso, if anything, right? Right. Maybe maybe a sip of coffee. All right, maybe um, a sip of coffee. All right, we got <laughs> uh, we got Cubs Rockies starting on Monday, Crawley. Yep. Last season, the Rockies finished in last the NL West, going sixty eight and ninety four. They didn't do much this offseason to make themselves any better. Their additions were kind of embarrassing. Pierce Johnson, relief pitcher who used to be with the Cubs, called Cubs farmhand. Jose Urania, they've already cut him, and Connor Siebold. They lost uh, right-handed pitcher Carlos Estevez, outfielder Sam Hilliard, and outfielder Connor Joe. Connor Joe's still a really good player, but they made a lot of, uh, you know, it just, they didn't do much in the offseason. At the trade deadline, they did a lot of, they, they traded a lot of what they had as far as major league talent for a rebuild. So they didn't really get any guys that are going to help them this year. Uh, they traded Pierce Johnson, first baseman CJ Crone, and outfielder Randall Kritchuk. You remember him from the, St. Louis Cardinals, the only addition they made was lefty, a left-handed reliever named Justin Broyle. But the Rockies are currently dead last in the NL West at 51 and 90. Dustin, they as long as the Cubs do their shot, they have a pretty good shot at a hundred loss season. Yeah, it, it's uh it's gotta be hard to be a, a Rocky, a Rockies fan. Um, weird, just a whole weird dynamic, and hopefully the Cubs can feast on them a little bit the next couple days. I know you'd like to hear this, Dustin. A little birdie has told me that one Chris Bryant may be making his return again during oh, the Cubs series. There we go. So just kind of something to keep a little bit of an eye on. Okay, let's uh, get a little preview now, Crowley, of the uh, Cubs up next opponent. That's the Rockies. Yep, and so we got some pitching probables for you. Jordan Wicks is now 3-0 and with the 216 ERA. I think, again, the first NL starter or the first Cubs starter to win his first three victories since like the early 1900s. Um, you know, the first game was phenomenal against Pittsburgh. He did really good against Cincinnati. And then against San Fran, he went 6.2, gave up nine hits, two earned runs. So, I mean, this kid is coming in and giving you at least five innings and not giving up more than a run or two. I mean, you, you just that, that's what you're looking to do here with these guys is is – you know, the Cubs, I can't believe her. You know, if you would have told me that Tylen would have had a bad season, Smiley would have been awful, and that uh, Marcus Stroman would be out the second half, there's no way I'm thinking that they're in, in a, a playoff hunt at all. No, not at all. No, the young guys have been fantastic. It's uh, saved their bacon, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and then hopefully, like I said, the offense can just help these young guys out. They're facing Kyle Freeland. Dustin, if the offense cannot feast on the pitchers that the Rockies are throwing up here – I don't know what to say. This guy's six and 14, 509 ERA. He started 27 games a season. Um, against Arizona, he did okay. He went six innings, gave up six hits, two earned runs. Against Atlanta, that team is amazing. Gave up five point, went five point two innings, gave up six runs on eight hits. And against Baltimore, another good team, he is he's pitched five, he went six innings, gave up eight hits, three earned runs. So he's been pitching better as of late. But, you know, if, if you want to go into the postseason, these are the guys that you have to beat. 
Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Oh, you got a feast on this. The, the, you know, this isn't even one of those, like, take two out of three. We're going to get to the predictions in a couple of minutes. This is where you have to sweep somebody. Right. Now, Javier Assad had a rough start, but if, if you really look at it, Dustin, if you look at the numbers, he gave up two home runs, but he went 5.1 innings, seven hits, three earned runs, one walk. Again, if I would have told you that's what Javier Assad would give you, you'd say, You take okay. it every time. You take it every time. It's just we got spoiled because his last start against Cincy, he went eight and gave up zero earned runs on seven hits. And against Pittsburgh, he went seven innings, gave up three hits and only one earned run. So he has just been so good lately. We've kind of come to really lean heavy on him, if you get what I'm saying. I get it. And then, uh, you know, taking a look at the next guy that they're facing, uh, they are facing Chris Flexen. So, again, like, you know, you're not facing (laughs) one in seven, 736 ERA. He started 12 games this season for the Rockies. Last game he went against Arizona, 2.1 innings, gave up six earned runs on four hits, two walks. Against Toronto, he went 5.2, gave up four runs on seven hits. Did good against Baltimore, but he took the loss. Five point inning, he went 5.0 innings, gave up uh, two earned runs, four hits. Not bad, but he's, again, like, you know, when you take a look at, you know, Zach Allen or something, you know, you know that's going to be a hard game. None of these guys, like, scare you. This guy was released by the Mets in July. Mets didn't want him, and so the Rockies just picked him up because they need to put bodies in there. Right, they need somebody to throw the ball over the plate or attempt to throw the ball over the plate, right. Right, they traded everybody, and they didn't get anything back as far as Major League talent, so, you know, let, let's see what happens. But you know, I don't know, Dustin. The third guy is starting, Jamison Tyone. Just like I said, that game. I'm really looking. I'm, I'm really <laughs> looking forward to this one, right? Because now we're looking to see if he can actually put two decent ones together. That I don't think has happened yet this year. But you, we, he had a good stretch where he had decent, like five or six starts in a row, and it looked like it was going. And then all of a sudden, it all the wheels fell off again. Um, well, I'm, this would be a great. This would be the, a great time for five or six in a row. It'd be great. It is Colorado, which has me a little nervous. He's seven and nine in that start. Uh, the last start here against Arizona, he went six innings, gave up one hit, zero earned runs. Uh, against Cincinnati, that was awful. 5.2 innings, five earned runs on seven hits. But he did good against uh, Milwaukee. He went six innings, gave up eight hits, but only one earned run. The strikeouts have always been good. Last three games, nine strikeouts, seven strikeouts, six strikeouts. He doesn't walk anybody. It's just the home run ball that you've talked about a bajillion times that keeps getting him in trouble. Yeah. All right, Crowley, let's get into the hot and the not. And based on the fact that the Cubs scored very few runs over the last four games, I'm curious to hear who the hots are. Um, the, the hot is very, the one guy you should know is Seiya Suzuki, who has yeah, been non just continues. Hot. He was the player of August and he's probably the player of September right now. Right. He was, he's 12 for his last 27 with four doubles, two home runs, 10 RBIs, 
slashing 444-464-889. Dansby's starting to slowly snap out of it. He's got uh, nine hits in his last 26 at-bats with a double, a home run, five, RBI, five RBIs. He's slashing 346, 414, and 500. That's pretty um, hot. On the knots, Jer- uh, Candelario has been struggling, one for his last 15. He came out of today's game with a little, they said, a back issue. So they put Talkman in, and they um, – move Bellinger to first because Candelario started at first, but he's been struggling. And I don't know if that back thing is new, if it just happened today or if it's something that's been bugging him, I have no idea, but he's been very cold slashing 0.067, 250, 133. And I don't know, maybe the summer of Mike Talkman's over. It's the fall of Mike Talkman and it's not as good. You know, he's, uh, he's really struggling. He's won for his last 16, uh, 0.063, 286, 125. He has no home runs, no RBIs, one double, I mean, he gets on base by walk, but just nothing. So, yeah, nothing and then, after that. Yep. You know, and, and and I'm still waiting to see Alexander Canario get another at bat. We'll see what happens with that. Yeah, hopefully that'd be a good space to uh, put him in a game in, in Colorado. Right. Come on. Exactly. That's that's what I'm. God. That's what, that's what I'm saying. All right, Crowley. Let's not spend a whole lot of time. Um, so. Chris Bryant, we might see the return of Chris Bryant versus the Cubs, huh? Uh, that's what I'm hearing. Um, watch out for Elias Diaz. He's doing pretty well. Pfeiffer's last 16. He has a home run and four RBIs. And then after that, you just it really starts to get uh, Nolan Jones. I mean, most of this team, you know, you probably haven't even heard of. Charlie Blackman's back with them. Um, and Ryan McCann. Charlie Blackman! He's always done good against the Cubs. He's got two hits for his last 13. But, you know, his best day, he's slashing 154, 294, 154. There's not a lot of guys on here should scare you. So that's why, you know, you got it. Like you said, you got a feast here. Yeah, this is the time to put the old uh, foot on the throat of your opponent. All right, Crowley, let's get into the predictions. Boy, oh boy. I mean, if, if the, I, the, I can't, I just got to say the Cubs have got to take three. I mean, they got to sweep. They got to sweep. Are they going to sweep? I think they're going to sweep. I think Assad is going to have a good start. Um, you know, I, I feel it's good. You know, I think Jordan Wicks is going to have a good start. The guys they're throwing have nothing. I, I mean, like, what are you really scared of? And then, like you said, Tyone's the one that I want to watch. He's facing Ty Black, which, you know, okay, not scared of that guy either. So, I mean, I, I, I would say that they, I believe that they will sweep. I think their offense is going to come out of their doldrums. Here's what I'll say. I'll go two for three. But if Alexander Canario starts the game, I'm going full sweep. All right, I'm going to uh, go with you on this. I'm going full sweep as well. They need to do it. They're going to do it. I have a feeling they're going to make us all forget, at least for a couple of days, how bad the Bears played on Sunday, (laughs) and we'll have the Cubs to look forward to during the course of the week. Crowley, have a great uh, start to your week, and uh, we will get back together uh, Wednesday or Thursday to recap this one, all right? Yep, and I want to thank all the Cub fans who stopped by and said hello and how much they enjoyed the podcast. Just to let you know, Dustin, I put my payment in for postseason tickets. So I want the Cubs to keep winning so I could use those things. Go Cubs! Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. 
Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.